Welcome to Teachable Moment number 31. The way anime is seen comes from a feminized view of the world in the United States. This is Nova Hallback, and it's really time to focus on those particular issues concerning with this genre. I'm a humongous animation fan. If you did not know, I have seen animation since I was a young kid. I felt that animation was truly a blessed form of art that really inspires humanity, well, mankind, if we want to put it in that particular sense. I'll tell you the difference between mankind and humanity in a moment. And the genre, if I call it, is one of those forms, even though they cut a lot of corners, limited animation, that sort of thing. But the way it is handled and the way it started to grow is one of the reasons why they tend to become stronger even at the lower points of the genre. They started to become stronger and stronger as American animation, westernized animation outside of France tends to get a little bit weaker and weaker. I'll explain France one day in a future episode of Beyond This Earth. But we need to focus on the genre. You know it is anime. Everybody knows the history. Everybody knows them. So let's get into the whole thing with censorship. And it's connected to video games. It's connected to the whole day. It's connected to everything that came back to this. Y'all not going to like some of the words I'm about to tell you. But there are just some things in life you're going to have to accept in order for us to change this the way this thing is seen. And I'm going to end it with a certain thing that has to do with what the blockage in mind, the beta male mindset, the purple pill mindset does to artistry. I'm going to showcase that in a statement that I had saved, which perfectly encapsulates the feminine, the femme empowerment, the gynocentric order fully and it comp and completely like I did earlier in that very tough episode 30 teaching moments 30 that we did for this whole thing dealing with LGBT transgenderism and other particular notes of that nature. I want you to understand that we have been anime has been a part of American television since 1966. That year was huge in the television business. That year in 1966 was the beginning of the modern television world. I don't care what anybody tells you. You had Star Trek. You had Dark Shadows. You had Ultra 7 in Japan, part of the Ultraman series. Well, that actually aired in 1968. Actually, in 1966, Ultraman premiered, to be fair. Ultraman premiered in 1966 in HD. Surprisingly enough. Second season, second season of Doctor Who, the Doctor, the second Doctor premiered in Doctor Who. From there on in, it started to become more popular until it reached the point where in 60, I think it was 71 when Tom Baker took over and held the thing for at least several years afterwards. 
So the modern television business pretty much started then. And from there on in, America has always tried to one-up its game or try to find something in turn that is close to those revolutionary shows. Haven't had it, only had it a few times throughout the 70s, you know, obviously with Star Wars, throughout the 80s, a smattering throughout the 80s, uh, some in the 1990s, Power Rangers being one of them, and some in the 2000s. But the genre in this country, the way it was promoted, the way it was seen, <laughs> a lot of folks have to understand that animation has had a very difficult history in America of trying to get out of the children's ghetto or whether it should even be getting out of that particular children's ghetto, as it were. That's a debate for another show and another time and another place with others. But I want to focus on some of the major issues that we have to focus on. <laughs> the way it's seen right now, the way the genre is seen, the way the genre is promoted, the way the genre is censored, the way the genre is being moved to Chinese hands, the way the genre has been taken over into one entity, the way the genre is being promoted, the way all of it, it is all seen in the present day through the eyes of the lower level HR and higher level female leadership in these particular companies and the way they see themselves and the way they see this genre and themselves in it. Let's not mince words here. A lot of these people came from the Saban era of Fox Kids. A lot of them did. A lot of them cut their teeth in the Fox era of Saban's era of Fox Kids. A lot of them came from the era of 4Ks Entertainment. A lot of them came from the children's industry. And they have worked in the TV business in many different forms. A lot of them felt that they deserved the chance to run the adult contemporary side. That's the best words I can call primetime TV. The adult contemporary side of the television business. They felt as though they had done a fantastic job promoting, selling television shows and all the rest of it in the times when they were available before the EI laws came into force that they deserve a chance. In the video game industry, a lot of them got started, cut their teeth in programming, art, that sort of thing. Sometimes in dialogue for many, many years. In other particular industries as well. They did similar things in that particular notion. But it is time to showcase a very sad reality of our, the way the genre is being seen and the way the genre is being domesticated in this country. For many, many years, many years, Dolph Saban, 
Ford Kids, DIC, many others. Never played it cheaply when it came to trying to become something in this society to try to get the same type of things they used to have in the 1980s. They played change things cheaply, especially in the late 1990s because we didn't have the internet. There were still six or so stations on the TV. They can still sell certain things. They can still sell certain toys. Pokemon wasn't a huge issue. The EI laws were becoming a thing. How are they going to push themselves into another level? There were a lot of American products that did not even get a chance to get off the ground. It reached to a point where The many disasters that America had, Powers of Dark World being the biggest example of this. And a lot of people need to recognize this. And I know this is going out of bounds on what we're trying to talk about. But when that series ended the way it ended, it was the beginning of the end of any Western animation powerhouse future anything. It was the beginning of the end. And now, many years later, we come to the realization that it's not that they don't have the talent. Oh no, it's not that. It is the talent is deeply cynical on what they promote and who they want to promote to. Basically, the, 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 the people who are working in the animation industry and in the video game industry don't even like their audience. They make games. For a globalized audience. And if you say China, you're only half right. They make it for a very small section of the marketplace. In the real sense, all of your entertainment. Ever since 2012 has been made for and geared towards an extremely small, rich subset of people, no bigger than at least 5 million people at any one time that have the same amount of capital that 30 million, 30 million middle-class people in the United States have at any one time. So, <clears throat> apropos of nothing, the censorship started in one sense to protect children from what the broadcasting and standards back in the day used to perceive as highly sexual content, high violence content, all the rest of these things. But in one sense, they played favorites. We've seen it even to the point where they fired certain BSMP for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it, it, it was kind of bad and back in the day. So, you know, the things they got away with, you can imagine 
absolutely imagine the things that one could not get away with. So, in one sense, anime had a tough road to climb in this country, but in one way it did. It climbed a humongous obstacle and it gained acceptance via Dragon Ball and Tsunami. Pokemon with Kids WB, Yu-Gi-Oh! with Kids WB, even despite the censorship, Sailor Moon in syndication and in Tsunami. But as teenagers back then, we wanted the harder stuff. So Tenchi tried to get through all these things and whatnot. Escaflone, you heard the new, you heard all those shows. You heard the story of One Piece and how it got through a lot of the things there. It's just hard to realize that the censorship that they did on these particular shows were, in the final analysis, not necessarily because of violence and sexual content. Not fully, of course. And if it was, it's a basic lie. Because now, with the internet, and especially with Twitter, and especially with Tumblr, we begin to see something really, really ominous. And it's connected to the issues of sexual dynamics. One of the things that the feminized view of anime does is that it tries to put the genre in the box. So what was successful in Dragon Ball and all the rest of it before Dragon Ball and in Tsunami and all the rest of it was the way they are going to promote and sell this particular genre to America. Whereas it's a completely different genre, you have to do completely different things in order to make sure that it can be successful in this country. Because of a lot of entrenched interest that came from the kids industry back in the day. They are using the same rules that they did back almost 25 years ago when it comes to this genre now. They're using the exact same rules. Even those that have were against the rules now are now using those same rules to keep their interests entrenched. The feminized view of the way they see anime is, is that they believe that all animation is for kids, which is a lie. And in one sense, animation was used as that concept in order to remove responsibility of parents from taking care of their kids, especially their mothers. I understand that women have to cook. I understand that women have to clean. I understand women have to do all this particular work but instead of putting the child in one place while the woman does all these things and cooking and all the rest of it, or lady day, why not teach them how this is done? And if the person's not in, and if the child is not interested, if the girl's not interested at the time, there's always some amount of time in the day to get back to it. I'm not saying that. Oh, 
they should not do cooking and all the rest of these things. But there are certain things that have to be done, especially with children, that one cannot just leave them for hours and hours in front of a television or in front of a screen. These are the reasons why they use that they said animations for children was to remove culpability for women in order to take care of their children because as we have seen in Dragon Mother from the womb up until a certain age when they are ready to go into the solar world where they really to to understand how the world really works in a masculine in a masculinized world in a masculinized context the woman if she is not ready to have this kid or she uses the kid to say that she can be a child again or all the rest of these things as well. They use that particular concept of animation being for children to hide the culpability and the wrongheadedness, the adultism and the way they and women raise their children, especially single mothers raise their children. They use the TV as a form of the inabilities of them to take care of their own. And this doesn't always, this doesn't mean it's only the TV too. They use schooling. They use all these other things as well to mitigate their weaknesses as parents. The father less so, the mother more so. Anime also is censored in this country, not only because of its content at times, which sometimes is understandable, but it's very rare. But it is censored because of the way women see the characters in the genre. Go as a, a modern day animation fan. I mean, a, anime fan. If you want to put in the in to get a particular idea of what I mean by this, but I'm gonna make it as very short and simple as possible. There are different moods that these characters have, and you know them what they are, anime fans. The dare moods, if you want to put put it in protect in that particular sense. Those moods are the moods that females use mostly, but there are other moods that they have as well. And so what the main character, the male main character does, either in a weekly state or in a state where he's an insert for you for the for the male person who is watching or a stand-in for the audience, or he's a guy with badass capabilities. He shows up. Or these attributes, these stereo, these archetypes or stereotypes, if you want to call them, show up. And they're different moves of how women behave. Now, this is not how all women behave. It's an exaggeration of it. But one of the things they use to censor the genre is that it is a, even though it is not everything what women do and not everything that women do or front of men do, but it does at times. At times, give out 
the accurate, not always, but a semi-accurate portrayal of how women behave. Semi-accurate, not fully accurate, but semi-accurate way of fully, fully be, well, how they fully behave, and it, some, some of it is embarrassing. At times, some of it is very embarrassing, and some of, and sometimes it is very endearing, and at other times, it's very perplexing. But this is how, but. They come from a sense of the way Japanese women behave. But folks, all women have that sort of behavior because remember what I said about the chain that Tessarian mentioned. All women are linked to the chain to the very first woman, both past, present, and future woman. You understand what I'm trying to get at? The other way that is seen differently especially with the video games especially with those particular things is related to what we are trying to discuss one of the ways that it has been different is the let's just say the oomph of many of these characters The detractors of the design of the female characters in a lot of the anime, manga, and Japanese video game adjacent based entities is that they are considered to be objectified and all the rest of these things, finding fuck toys and many others. The complaints about Bayonetta, the complaints about Nier, the complaints about Sagan Kangura, the complaints about all of these other things as well. And I make this very simple and plain, folks. Roll Tomasi has also figured out why this is so. It is because of hypergamy that this censorship of anime especially when it comes to their female characters in America is in, is in full bore because a woman sees competition for attention, whether that competition is real or fake. I want you to understand this and make this gospel. We're giving you the game today. The reasons why anime is censored in this country when it comes to its sexual content is because women, older, younger, doesn't matter. Women see competition for their attention from other women, real or imagined. Now, people might say, oh, that's stupid. That's stupid. But again, competition for attention is a form of game. Whether people like it or they don't, whether men like it, it is a form of game. And, you, and people need to accept that. One of the reasons why they front run a lot of these American shows is because these women do not want to compete or do not want to see competing or think that everything is male gaze and all the rest of it. One, they censored it for many years because of the concept of male gaze or the, the sickles out there and all the rest of it, which is basically not necessarily true. Two, and the most important reason we just mentioned is because of perceived competition for of attention from others. Partly the reason why porn is such a thing is because of the competition these women have against those that are in the porn industry. 
in many ways some of the reasons why we have a cosplay culture society and all the rest of it is because these women today are trying to copy from the attention males have on these female characters in that particular genre until people recognize this and see the censorship for the cynical ploy that it truly is we're never going to solve the problems of men and women in an intersexual dynamic and we're never going to solve our society's problems because it's directly related to the anxieties and the solicism and the attention grabbing a lot of women have especially a lot of women in these censor boards who see these women fake or real in these video games as competition for attention male attention girl attention is currency in girl world and anything that removes that attention from these particular women many of them that don't even deserve those type of attention is considered to be dangerous to the gynocentric order that we live in this society. One of the last things that they censor the genre for is related to both. Remember what I said that there are entity, there are different types of personalities, personality traits that these female, um, Anna, uh, female, Anna, uh, 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 in female in, in anime use that female character female characters in anime use okay one of the things that you are going to understand real quickly is that there is a concept that's written both in dragon mother in certain ways and written in all the books of Rolo Tomasi and written in all of the other places that had gone as well. Um, Kevin Samuels mentioned this in his diatribe, and not in his diatribes when he speaks to African-American women trying to figure out why they can't be successful in love and all the rest of these things. Minister Jeb, um, Corey Holcomb has mentioned this. Um, Zoe Williams has mentioned it somewhat but it is a little bit more explicit in this particular genre than in other particular entertainment genres. It's a little bit explicit. But, and I'm going to tell you why it's very dark that what it is. Here is the truth. This is the game. We have a thing called... Um, we have a thing called... Uh, 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 Lolita comics there i'm just gonna call it mo lolly for the purposes of keeping this keeping everything sane and so it deals with those that are considered younger or perceived to be younger what have you those that have smaller chest let's keep it that simple okay some of it, not explicit, some of it, semi-explicit, some of it we ain't going to talk about. But let's keep it to the more conservative side of this. The more conservative side of this is like, say, Bori Bori, um, Bori Bori Next, or is this an, a disorder of rabbit? or something of that nature, which they're considered sinning, or Yuru camp, just to give an example, and other particular entities as well, and how they react to it. Oh, and show in one of the Soji anime there, that deal with Soji, which is um, Japanese Chinese chess, or a version of it, actually. One of the things that these characters and the people that write these characters and all this say is that 
there is no difference between that particular character and certain women that grow up that women don't necessarily they mature physically they don't mature mentally or they don't mature personality wise all the time that at a certain point this is who they're going to become or this is who they are and it's very dark for what it is so H female younger female character in these particular shows that uh, is nice tends to stay nice throughout her life you understand what i'm saying some of them that trying to make that decision at the time when they are leaving high school and all the rest of it if they make the right decision they tend to be nice past that era but a lot of these mangaka animation directors and all the red with these female characters that are a little younger they are saying that a lot of women don't change their personality from the time they are younger to the time they reach the age when they're supposed to have children and beyond that that is very scary because it implies that you may be dealing with a woman who has physically matured but personality wise if she wasn't nice if she wasn't feminine if she wasn't any of these particular things you see, she will always be that person that she was when she wasn't as matured. That's the other reason why they censor it, because they show an unflinching concept of how women behave even when they mature physically. And then they say they don't mature mentally. That's not true. But personality-wise, it didn't mature. Sometimes men don't do this. But a lot of it is women. They don't mature personality-wise. And it's very difficult for them to mature personality-wise. So you may be, as a man, dealing with a woman who is physically and mentally mature personality wise has not changed from the time she was much younger you are effing or you are fucking a person whose personality a woman whose personality has not changed since the time she got out of grade school even though she may be 23 years old. I want you to know how scary that shit is. And a lot of anime exposes this. Now, some might say this might be cute and all the rest of these things. But you are confusing neonteny from personality. And you're confusing looks with personality. And you're confusing what they do in their public life as models, gravitier, video, what have you, from what they are personally. You are going to start understanding the reality in the game for you. Because a lot of these women I just mentioned in Dirty of, in Teachable Moments Dirty, that a lot of these women are FTMs already since maybe they were very young. 
and but they call themselves women of the day, but their personalities are masculine in certain ways, especially with the way Tessarian talks about feminized females, they have not reached the personality stage beyond of a child, which means, and it's scary to think about that you might be marrying somebody that has not pushed themselves above the age of eight, a lot of times 16. And that's scary. And that's what anime showcases in the way in some of their art. And this is why it is censored because they don't understand that difference between looks and personality that America doesn't understand it. Anime as a art form showcases all of this when it comes to women. It also showcases a lot of other things that are again, that showcases the darkness of what men do. But it also shows that women instigate a lot of this stuff. There is a genre in anime that is called yaoi, which is uh, basically homosexual relations. And the things that you see in this particular works, especially some of the anime that they do, a lot of it is censored. A lot of it does go into the more blue side of the game and is dumb for women, especially the Fujoshi is the young men in the game uh, trying to insert themselves and understanding what sexuality is that in one aspect. And then another aspect is um, the strong man, the strong alpha man trying to become, you see, these overly tough um, bar boys, bar men who go after these very cute young dudes. And in that particular sense, they showcase that for the Fujoshi. Oh no, you're not gonna like this. <laughs> not gonna like this. Another reason why they have to censor it, especially with the Yahweh. <laughs> if you heard about the whole card capture situation back in 1999, and then in 1999, ironically enough, they also censored the situation concerning Static Shock, and they didn't want to go far. And they didn't want to go that far. They did the best they could back in 1999. Ironically, the same time the car captors was airing and they had to cut 40 episodes. <laughs> I, can we start talking about this? We're giving you the game here, folks. You ain't liking it. You scared shitless now. You're shaking your boots. You want to come... You want to come see, pull up. You want to pull up on a brother. The brother's trying to give you the game here today. One of the reasons why they have to censor it is because they showcase women's culpability in the ingrowths of bisexuality and bisexuality in particular. You know why? Because let's put this simple, ladies and gentlemen, I mentioned it in episode three, and I'm mentioning it again here. A woman does not care how you have the sets, it's that you do have sets. I want you to think about this. A woman does not care how you have sets, they only care how you do it. They don't care how you have the sets. They care that you do do it because they have no diff. There is no discernible difference. Unfortunately, in the mental framework of a lot of females between a straight man that has sets with a lot of women from a gay man that has a lot of sets with other men. There is no difference. He is considered an alpha male regardless. So these men, they come in here looking straight and all the rest of it. The woman don't even know that it did, but she knows that he had sex 
because he gives off that perception that he is successful with the ladies. Even though he might be doing men, women don't care what a man has sex with. He only that he does have sex, so he knows that he is strong enough for her seed. He is perceived, he gives off this energy regardless of who he does it with. He gives off this energy that he can produce and provide and can conquer. Big difference. That's why Yahweh sits and have these men who are tall, strong, and muscular because they're able to get in the ass or get in the pussy. It doesn't matter which. I want you to under, understand how scary they're trying to showcase the culpability of women in what you consider homosexuality and bisexuality. They don't care. In fact, many episodes of certain anime showcase women trying to dress up these dudes in, in cross-dressing. You ain't going, oh, you didn't know that too? They showcase that too. They don't censor that, but it happens. Oh, one more thing. Before I even end this with my quote that I found a couple of days ago to showcase how feminized our media systems are. Remember that they started to do a dub of Yokai Watch about two and a half years ago for Disney XD? And what did they did with that particular day? When they showcased the women, they didn't censor it. But when they showcased a man pumping iron and all the rest of it, they said, oh, it's considered gay. They replaced it with a still version of a man just cooking. Wait a second here. You mean pumping iron is gay now? Now, this came from Disney, mind you. There's no more 4Ks. There's no more all these other things. They just pumping iron and all the rest of it. <laughs> and they censored that because they don't want you to pump. They don't want you to be strong. They don't want you to be masculine. They did that shit, and they all will tell you this. Japanese version shows them pumping iron. I just want to let y'all know about that because to end this, to showcase the darkness that we now see, to showcase how all of our industry, all, all of the genocentric order has been against anime from the very beginning, from its very beginnings. I want you to, I want to read this quote that I saw on Twitter. And it's a quote about Asia. And I just want you to think about this real deeply because I have a response to this quote, which is very beautiful. The quote comes from an angel named, and it says, Asians, which could be Burmese, Vietnamese, Mongolian, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, Burmese, uh, Burmese uh, Filipino, and other Vietnamese and others, it's just now Squinty Eyes and Panda Express. You know why they say they're Squinty Eyes? Because Asian men to many women are considered unattractive. Outside of those that are in those boy bands in Korea. And the reason why is Panda Express? Because Panda Express is big in the inner cities communities, especially with a lot of African-American women. That's how they demutize the cultures of the East, where there are a lot of things in the cultures of the East, especially samurai code, martial arts, and a whole lot of it can be learned in the West and integrated in certain positive things there about life and how life should be led from Miro's Mushashi and all the rest of them. There's a lot of things that can be learned from there. 
but all America sees and all America has been and the West have been feminized to see Asian culture, especially anime, as squinty eyes in Panda Express. And they said things many times worse in the past. I want you to understand that is what America and the rest of the world sees through about anime and how they censor it into becoming just squinty eyes and Panda Express. See how dark that truly is. Thank you for listening. This is Nova Hollaback. I'm happy that you finally learned something today about how they handle one particular entity of this particular animation genre. And then you get your eyes open to the realization that we have a lot of work to do in order to change a lot of people's minds for the better concerning this genre. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your radio shows. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with part four. We're heading towards the end, folks. And maybe some solutions are to be had in the offing. This was a very important episode for us to do. I have finally told what I needed to say. And so from here on in, we ain't going to discuss this too much anymore as we head towards the end. Thank you for listening, and we will see you guys next week for part four. There may be bonuses later on in the offing, later on in the week, to fully flesh out what all of this truly means. Take care, and we'll see you guys next week for part four. Well, the rational male religion and positive masculinity, a deeper look. On beyond this earth,